Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita. Welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. Epa, no seas malpensada. That's mamas as in, hey, mama. Y todas las semanas te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Aquí se habla Spanglish. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izarra. In today's episode of Mamas con Ganas, I'm going to share with you the power of accountability. Not as a concept, but as in actions that you can take for yourself to transform those areas in your life that are not working. Um, the reason that I decided to do this area and this subject of accountability is because it was a word that kept coming to the surface in my life. And... The more I delve into the self-help world and into the self-improvement world, the more I realize that the only way for us to transform our lives is to actually become accountable for our beep, you fill in the blank. Uh, for me, this has been uh, something obviously not very easy to do. I think for any of us, when we examine ourselves uh, deeply and profoundly and when we actually come to terms Uh, with the fact that our failures and our successes are just a, a product of the things and the actions that we have taken on and the things that we have done. So in essence, we are accountable for our failures and our actions. It's very easy to point fingers at others, um, isn't it? It's very easy to find scapegoats. For all the things that are not working in our lives. And I think that's something that's very universal. We all want to point fingers at um, our husbands or our parents or our children or our colleagues and, uh, and then basically blame them for our shortcomings. Um, but that actually leaves us with very little power. Power comes when we actually take accountability for all of those things in our lives that aren't working and say, there's something here that I haven't done to make the situation better. Because it's not in pointing fingers that we're going to come up with solutions. It leaves us powerless to keep pointing fingers at others and blaming them for our mishaps or our shortcomings. It just leaves us more powerless. So um, it's interesting because, so if any of you know me, um, and are my friend, you'll probably know that uh, I love this world, this world of self-help, self-improvement, the uh, idea that we can work continuously through our lives to make ourselves better. And it's a, it's a work that's not easy to do, like I mentioned, because it has you examine all of these aspects of yourself that you want to put in a closet. It's like you want to put all the little monsters and all the things that you don't like about yourself in like a closet and hide it from everybody and, and pretend that you're so perfect, right? And then point fingers at others and when you start 
becoming involved in or reading books about self-help and self-improvement, you start realizing that the only way to make yourself better and the only way to improve and the only way to transform your life for the better is to go inside and take a look, a hard look at yourself. Um, so for this, uh, for me, this started this journey of self-discovery and self-acceptance um, and the journey to self-realization started when I got divorced and I know uh, if you've been to my blog, I, I talk about it. It's also the reason why I started Mamas Con Ganas uh, because I, um, so I went through a divorce, long story short, if any of you have heard this before, I apologize, but um, for any of you that don't know me, it's just a way for, for basically for you to know why I created this platform, Mamas Con Ganas. I got a divorce, long story short, um, it was because my uh, ex-husband had been unfaithful to me and I was completely left uh, heartbroken and traumatized and and I just couldn't figure out why. If I had loved this person so much, if I had dedicated myself so much to this one person, why that person would do something to me. And it was very easy to take uh, the victim seat immediately to uh, victimize myself and to point fingers and all the fingers at him at, as to why our marriage had failed and as to why I was no longer married and, you know, the word divorce had never come up in my mind, ever, ever, ever. I had never thought of that word. Uh, my parents, uh, thank the Lord, <laughs> are still happily married. They've been married for over 40 years and I really look up to my parents uh, in terms of what a marriage should look like. It's not perfect by any means. No marriage is perfect, but I, I do believe that there are people who respect themselves and who really want um, each other to be happy. So I couldn't believe, you know, when you know when I separated that um, that I was getting into divorce. The big D, you know, ah, it's a, it's it's hard to come to terms with. Um, and then I read this book called The Spiritual Divorce, which was completely life transformational. Uh, and I remember that it talked about. And if you listen to that, my podcast on uh, how to recover from a broken heart and how to heal a, a broken heart. I talk about how this book said that it could, you know, that divorce could be a catalyst for a better life. And I couldn't understand how it could possibly be so. And then when I, when I started reading, it was literally a book that just changed my entire view of the world. It had in essence, it didn't just transform the, the my view on my divorce and on the end of my marriage, but it transformed the view of how I looked at the world. And in essence, uh, one of the exercises, I think one of the most powerful exercises of the book that I did was uh, taking a hard look at all of the things that I had done in my previous marriage to, you know, you know, that that everything that I was accountable for that perhaps made it fail and when I first and the re, the way that it has you do the exercise is actually very interesting I'm not going to go into that but the bottom line is I had to take a hard look at myself and see you know in all the areas in my ex-marriage that I had gone wrong and it was mind-blowing like when I did that exercise and it basically I was left in tears and I was like I couldn't stop crying because I'm like oh my gosh I did so many things that were wrong and and then I realized that those things at least that yes he had cheated on me he had been unfaithful he had been dishonest and I hadn't you know I, I had done a lot of things right but 
there were a lot of things that I had done wrong and things that I had done wrong that I didn't want to drag into my future relationship uh, if and when I was ever I ever had the opportunity to um, to get into another relationship because I didn't want to drag all these things you know there were obviously things that I wasn't very proud of um, and I wasn't aware of them at first I wasn't aware of the fact that there were some things that that you know that had perhaps like not made it easy for my ex um, and so I wrote down all these things and in writing down all the things that I was accountable for in my uh, in my previous relationship it made me like so much more aware um, I much more self-accepting it was actually the reason why I was able to forgive not only him, but most importantly myself. Uh, because in taking accountability for all the things that I had done, that I had been responsible for doing wrong, it gave me the power to then change and transform myself into someone that I perceive to be, you know, more, that I can be more proud of, In basically. Um Anyways, fast forward, this whole word of accountability has, uh, for some reason, there has been, because I think it's something that we do continuously, like self-accountability is not something that you, you're accountable one day, and and then that's it, you know, you, you don't have to be accountable anymore. It's actually a continuous process. So it's not like a one-time thing, you know, being accountable for something. In every area in your life that isn't working, if, if I, for example, Valentina examines uh, the areas in my life that are not working the way that I want them to be working, if I take a deep look inside and I realize all of the things that I'm not proud of myself, like, you know, my my maybe my lack of trying or my lack of responsibility or something that I didn't do, if I take accountability for my actions and realize that, in essence, all of my failures and my successes are thanks to me, then it gives me so much power. Anyways, the because um, I'm kind of um, leaving the subject, but there's been like a thread of, I would say, it, the word accountability keeps coming back. So every single year, I try to come up with a word. I don't remember where I got the concept from. It's in one of my self-help books or somebody that I listen to. Uh, but basically what I do is that every year, I try to find a word, a word that speaks to me, uh, that I feel I need to work on for that year. So one of the words that had been this year, I think has been my year of persistence. And the word came because I felt like I lacked persistence. So normally the words that come to me are usually things that I need to be working on. And with this examining of persistence, all of a sudden, the word that kept on servicing in my head throughout the year when I kept examining, like, you know, the reason for why certain things in my life weren't working, I realized that the other word that kept surfacing was accountability. And it's interesting because the last podcast that I actually did, uh, I interviewed Connie Tang, the CEO of Princess House. Awesome interview. Uh, Connie Tang is such an inspirational woman. Um, she's an Asian American, uh, was born in Hong Kong. 
uh, raised by a Dominican mother, so funny, or not a Dominican mother, a Dominican woman, like while her parents were working, um, you know, she was, uh, a Dominican woman would take care of her during the day, and she's bi- she's like trilingual because she speaks uh, Cantonese and she speaks Spanish and, uh, Spanish and English. Anyways, I interviewed her because she wrote a book called Fearless Living, and she describes eight life-changing values for breakthrough success. And one of the values that she named... Um, was the fact that you have to be accountable, so accountability. And we were discussing that in last uh, in the last podcast that I did because, again, it was like the one value that just kind of stuck out to me. And I think in every moment of our life, we have different things that speak to us. So for me, this was like, okay, accountability. So since it kept popping up, I said, okay, there has to be something here. I think I'm receiving a message from the universe that I'm not being held accountable for something. And then this past weekend, I did a, um, I did a workshop uh, called Landmark, Landmark Forum, the Landmark Forum. And basically, in essence, all the exercise, like most of the exercises that you do is to really become aware that one of the most important things to do in our lives is to become accountable for our own things, accountable for our word, for our promises, accountable for our actions, and... They have us do exercises where we, you know, where we call people um, and, and, you know, and apologize for the things in the relationship that we have to take ownership of. And it's a very, it's a very powerful, it was a very powerful uh, workshop. A lot of people had breakthroughs and people who hadn't talked, uh, spoken to or talked to their you know, parents or sister or brother or, or friend for like years um, and had, you know, these relationships in them that really didn't let allow them to move forward in their lives and to find true happiness. Um, because a lot of things that we drag on and on and on in our head and we assume that people feel a certain way and then we blame them for certain things and long story short, relationships, you know, get broken. Um a lot of these people ended up touching base with these people. Um, and actually, I did my own set of calls um, to people that I was like actually scared of calling and and ended up, you know, uh, apologizing. And it was it was very, very transformational in the sense that it freed me. It left me very um, light. So I invite you uh, with this podcast to... Look at your own self and your own life and the areas in your life that are not working and open your mind to the possibility that perhaps, perhaps there's something in that relationship, for example, or if it's work, there's something in your work, something that perhaps you're blaming on somebody else because you're unhappy in that area, but that perhaps you're not being completely accountable for the things that you contribute that not that might not necessarily be good. And I think that if you take the exercise seriously and if you take it with an open heart and an open mind that it could actually allow you to gain a breakthrough in that area and aspect of your life. Because I know that every time I do that, every time uh, that I'm accountable, that I hold myself accountable for my actions, for my successes and for my failures it is something magical and I want to read you something that I actually wrote after I did the uh the forum 
I wrote down, something magical happens when you take 100% ownership of your life. When you stop blaming others for your dramas and own what owns you. You are set free and break the chains that have held you prisoner for so long. You start becoming the person you were always meant to be and for the first time gain a sense of empowerment. This is not a proud or boastful journey, but rather a humbling experience of gratitude and one that gives you a peace of mind beyond description. Uh, For any of you listening to this podcast, I would love for you to, uh, you know, interact with me, write me through uh, Facebook, Mamas Con Ganas, or, um, you know, or make a comment on the blog and let me know, you know, your experience with your own accountability and if there's been a moment in your life where you kept putting the blame on somebody else and when you finally, you know, um, became accountable for something that was perhaps was very difficult to look at, you know, how that transpired and that how that transformed your life. And the interesting thing about accountability um, is that when we actually hold ourselves accountable for things, it allows a space for the other person in that relationship to also hold themselves accountable. Because you, as you will, it, it's an example that we're setting. So we're taking, we take ownership of our things and then it allows that other person in the relationship that we might be angry with or that we might hold resentment towards, it allows for the person on the other side the ability to become also accountable for their side. Uh, one of the interesting things also about you know, the workshop that I did this weekend was the concept of when we're in a relationship, it's giving 100%, not 50. I know, um, you know, it, it is obvious that it takes two to tango. So for a relationship to work well, two people need to be in it, right? We all know that, you know, when we give everything and we give and we give and we give and the other person doesn't give back, you know, it's a very hard relationship. However, we need to go into each relationship giving our 100%. Because when we give our 100%, we allow that person to give themselves at 100%. Rather than when we go in and we, you know, we keep a list of all the things that we do and we keep a list of all the things that they don't do or how they don't make us happy. And um, and all I, can, all I can tell you is that, for example, in my marriage, whenever, you know, my husband and I um, have open conversations about how, you know, where we drop the ball, it allows the other person to also say to us, you know, and vice versa, you know, I drop the ball as well. And then it stops being a blaming game. It stops being like a, you know, if you, if you would consider like a relationship and a fight to be like the ball that keeps on being bounced from one side of the court to the other, the minute one person says, okay, okay, well, this is where I did things wrong. It allows the other person to say, well, you know what? You're no longer throwing the ball on the other side. And so that person doesn't have a ball to hit. And the only thing that's left, you know, is for them to basically also um, hold themselves accountable. And we can't, you know, even once we take that step, that other person on the other side might not be ready to be accountable for their things but at least it allows us to be free 
from all those monsters in the closet that we put about ourselves because we are basically taking you know all the things that we know we did wrong in that relationship that we don't want to think about and we don't want to discuss we open up the closet and then they leave at least our monsters are gone and then whatever the other person does on the other side well that's their responsibility and that's their accountability in essence um but like i said it's not it should not be like a journey of of being boastful or being proud or i'm so much better than <laughs> than they are because then that leaves us back right to back to where we were it's actually a journey of of making ourselves humble and and making ourselves free free to become a better person free you know to have new new possibilities and and definitely the possibility of that relationship becoming healed and becoming complete whether or not we're, we're maintaining a relationship like an ongoing relationship with that person i hope i'm making myself clear i don't i, I don't know if i'm if i'm expressing myself correctly uh but that has been my experience um and i will finish this podcast um by holding myself accountable for certain things that i have not uh felt at all proud of and this um i'm doing as i'm opening up uh to my vulnerability because it's not easy for me to admit this um mostly in front of my mamacitas because I created this platform so that we be all become mamas con ganas. And the slogan, you know, don't be a mama con drama, let's be mamas con ganas, was created to set, you know, to feel a sense of empowerment. But it's exactly this, like to let go of our dramas and to be women of drive. Um, and I think one of the areas where I haven't been held, I haven't held myself accountable has been the area of consistency for um, content creation and also being consistent in social media um and it was actually one of the things that i was examining during the workshop because i was feeling very not proud of myself because i haven't been you know releasing content for you guys um consistently as as i had planned and it's something that i struggle with and um so i am putting myself out there and for all you mamacitas that had started to listen to my things and then realized that I wasn't being consistent, I apologize um, for my lack of consistency um, and I hold myself accountable and I will try my best to change that and I will do my best because if there is something that I want more than anything is to share these messages um, and all the messages that I want to put out there are ones of love and forgiveness and compassion because i think when we encompass when we encompass all those words i think it takes out the drama of our lives and we become mamas con ganas so i will see you back next week if not please hold me accountable for it <laughs> Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. Mwah. Hey, it's Valentina. Espero les gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed me some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. Gracias a oyentes como tú 
podemos seguir creando contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir con tanto amor. Si tienen preguntas o comentarios, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com o seguirnos en las redes sociales arroba mamasconganas. Hasta la próxima, es Valentina recordándoles Don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.